News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. Now, Taoiseach Michael Martin will today meet with British Prime Minister Rishi Sunak as part of a two-day programme in Manchester and Blackpool. And discussions will, of course, focus on the importance of making progress on the Northern Ireland Protocol, as well as cover political developments in Northern Ireland and the bilateral, bi- bilateral British-Irish relationships. And for more on this, we're joined now by former Taoiseach Bertie Ahern. Bertie, I, I want to get stuck into all of that, but I just want to ask you, first of all, have you ever worn a poppy? No, I'm, I'm unlikely to. I'm, I'm in great respect for people who raise money for charity across the UK. And I suppose it's 40 years ago, I remember the Salvation Army who, yeah. who used to collect for the homeless in Dublin. I had no problem with that. But, I mean, the reality is the poppy means a, a different thing in yeah. the UK. And, you know, that, that's how it is. And maybe the day will come when they'll all wear shamrocks and we'll all wear <laughs> poppies, So. If we get to that stage, I wear one. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we live, we live in, we live in hope of that. Look, moving on to what's happening currently. I know you said that you, you, you know that an election in the north wouldn't solve a damn thing. This announcement that we have had from from Chris Heaton Harris that the election will six weeks delayed, possibly twelve weeks delayed, possibly won't happen now until April. Is that a good thing in your view? Does it give us wriggle room? Yes, it does. Here, I think it's been a very good twenty four hours. It, it would have been insanity in, in my view, and I came out very strongly when it was announced that you know you, you to have an election and be in the middle of a campaign that was really going to solve absolutely nothing. So I think yesterday's announcement that effectively means there won't be an election, you know, this side of the end of March at least. Um, there's local elections in May, so it makes sense if you're going to have them to put them all together. But that's a, a long way down the road. And today. Um, uh, for the first time in a few years, maybe four or five years, we, we have um, the Taoiseach meeting with Shunak at the uh, British Irish Council, which mm-hmm. is part of the Good Friday Agreement. Boris used to go to those meetings. I don't think he ever attended one. So I think that's a, that's a good thing. And they can have some meaningful discussion about the way forward. And I think for the parties, I was in the North Monday and Tuesday, and I was in Stormont. And, you know, I, I think this gives a run to Christmas or maybe you know, Christmas starts a bit early, but it gives certainly a run for five weeks uh, to try and find a resolution to okay. this. And hopefully they can. Uh, you're a man who knows a thing or two about negotiations. It, it looks to me from the outside that, that we are moving closer, that, 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 that the UK want green lanes, the EU want express lanes. It's kind of no checks versus minimum checks. There, there's not much between those, those two positions anymore. There's not. And I think the, the crucial thing uh, about this... Uh, um, Sokovich, Marcus Sokovich has made it clear now for several months that he's prepared uh, to streamline the system, that there will be as little checks and as little paperwork and simplify the process as he possibly can. Now, I think we all need to remember, um, and particularly my friends in the North, that there were always checks. There's been checks since 1920, um, where checks for security reasons, and um, more recently checks for drugs, um, checks for for health standards. So th- they're small, and I don't think anyone can object to them. So I think when we say no checks, you know, checks for those reasons are, are not part of the protocol and have nothing to do with it. So we should accept that. But I think that we can get to a position where for the internal market of the UK, um, that uh, there is little or no checks other than the ones I've mentioned. I think that would, that would be a way forward. Now, there are some other issues of, of difficulty but I, I think that internal CJ, market, those, those types of issues do you, are, are these yeah, the, valid concerns by the unionists I mean there are there are people who still think these are excuses what do you think 
Yeah, well, I think the East Asia is, is a bit misunderstood. I think Simon Covey explained well in the last few days that the ECJ is only there um, if, if there's the implementation of EU standards. So I, it's not going to be used much. It's never been used much. So you, you can't expect um, the EU to do everything. And the EU cannot say that um, ECG rules apply to all the members, um, but not to Northern Ireland. So I, I think you know, we have, have to be reasonable. And But they'd only come in in, in very rare circumstances, and maybe there's a way of having an arbitration process before you go to ECJ. So that can the, deal with that. Then the, there are some issues around the the, uh, the medicines are off the yeah. agenda. That's been resolved, the, and there are a few other issues. The cuts that I don't think are difficult. or potential cuts to MLA pay was that a good move? Uh, you know, I, I think I, I I never liked these tokenism things. You know, uh, when I was in Stormont, it was a Monday morning. Uh, and uh, I met several of, of, of the politicians all about their constituency work. Um, and they were there on a Monday morning. They, they're still doing their constituency work. And uh, I suppose that's to uh, a lot of the public say, listen, oh, why, they, they haven't been really meeting properly, you know, for months now. Why should they be getting their full pay? I, I understand that argument. And, and this is, a, is, is to try to, to deal with that argument. But you know, I'd, I'd rather see a resolution than be worried about what they get paid. You've said before, Bertie, that you're concerned Northern Ireland would be used as a bargaining chip rather than being an issue as a bargaining chip in negotiations between the EU and the UK. Do you still feel that? I think there's a better chance of it not happening under Rushi Sunak. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Boris was definitely playing that card. Um, and I think Liz Truss was too. Uh, I think Rushi Sunak, um, he, he has, if you look at his position. If he can keep the ship on the on the water for the next two years, and um, he that's all he has. He has two years, and with Labour being so far ahead in the polls, he might never see the sight um, of of the Premiership in number ten again. Um, I know you all maybe will, but um, it, this is his chance, and I cannot see anything in it for him to be fighting the European Union. Um, and if he's fighting us, he's fighting the European Union. So I, I think he, he is a sensible man. He's a so you think R- Rishi Sunak, obviously a positive, uh, I suppose a positive uh, a prime minister compared to what has gone before. Can I ask you before I let you go, in the papers today it's being reported that Leo Varadkar has suggested a voting pact between Fianna Fáil and Fine Gael in order to, I suppose, maximise seats at the next general election and to to offer people perhaps the potential for the coalition to continue. I know you're not a member of Fianna Fáil anymore, but as someone with a long history of association with the party, what's your view on Fianna Fáil members putting transfers on, on their ballot papers for Fine Gael? Well, I think, you know, that has been probably a grown practice since 2011, um, you know, since the... the, the so not an issue then. not an issue for Fianna Fáil? I don't think it's, a, it's an enormous issue, but I do think this side of the election, which is still plus two years away, you're going to get a lot of people looking at the polls and the formations. And at the moment with Fianna Fáil and Fianna Gael, even if they had a very tight pact, you know, that, that wouldn't get them, probably get them near, but not, okay. not where they want to be. And, and so I think you're going to get a lot of changes. And very last question, would you, would you rather see Fianna Fáil in coalition with Sinn Féin or Fine Gael? I, I, I think it can, it can happen. I, I, I think, you know, Fianna Fáil 
uh, could be with Sinn Féin, I think, that could be with Fine Gael. If you ask me if there was an election in the short term, if there was an election, say, over this winter, I think it is far more likely you'd see Fianna Fáil and Fianna Gael. I think that, I mean, they, they've had, they're working to a manifesto, they're working closely together. You see kind of the relationship with, with, with Mike McGrath and Pascal Donoghue, which has kind of brought us, you know, through the last few difficult years. Okay. Uh, so I think that kind of, if it, was, if it was in the short term, I think that's what would happen. Bertie Ahern, former Taoiseach, thank you for that indeed. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR. Weekday mornings at 7 on News Talk.